Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Defiling Trails podcast with your host, me, Taylor Perez. That's right, Perez. Uh, we've been drinking with me and my girlfriend, my special guest, because you guys loved the last guest that I had on, even though, you know, verdict's still out. Verdict's still out. I know that she sounded a lot closer to the mic than I did because she's on an Android. We know Androids are pieces of shit. Pieces of trash. I don't know why they exist, but that should be a testament to how bad they are. Because her audio sounded so bad, this is my partner. Can I say your name? Yes. Her name is Anna. She's a very average-looking <laughs> Russian homely lady. We've been drinking for the past two hours. We took her out. We went. What, what did we do? What did we do? We went on a hike. I took you out on a hike to Washington Park. See, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna. You took me on a hike yes, to Washington Park. That's horse. That's horseshit. Okay, where were we? I feel like I took you on a hike. Where were we? The only reason you drove, she drives because I'm blind in one eye. I'm nearsighted in the other eye. So let's just, I'm going to soak up, I'm going to soak up everybody's, uh, your sympathy right now. Okay, go ahead and just take a second to feel badly for my visual deficiency because she drove. Usually I drive. She drove my car, by the way, my car. And we went to the forest. And Portland, Portland, Oregon, the worst place on the planet. Portland, Oregon, the only place you can find people shooting up heroin on the street. Okay. As yes. you were, as, I'm sorry. I had oh, to, I was just explaining how I took you to the forest. You took me. <laughs> I Please took don't. you to the forest. Please don't make me commandeer the people again. Do you guys need me to remind you that I drove, that she may have drove, but that does not mean that she took me to the forest. Who found the spot? You did. Okay. Absolutely. Who led on the hike? You did. Okay. Fuck. We went on this hike. Every time we saw a bridge, I had to take 10 squats. By the time we were done, I had done 130 squats. Fuck exercising. I can just say right now, that is how Michael J. Fox got Parkinson's. He twitches because he exercised too much in his formal life. Keep going. I'm sorry. I have to. I've had way too much to drink. So my interruptions, please just know that she has to live with me forever. You folks, you only had to deal with me for 20 minutes. So go ahead. Okay, I took you on a hike and then you got really tired and kind of grumpy. What the fuck? <laughs> Can I stop you? Can I stop you? How did I, how did I get grumpy? In what way was I grumpy? Because you got tired. And Didn't tired, I make I tired make, shark is not a pleasant shark. Can I ask you, shark, what is this shark? <laughs> what is this shark? Okay, so a lot of you, uh, a lot of you, let's just call you guys, you people. A lot of you people call each other baby and babe. I don't subscribe to that, okay? I don't like that because that sounds like... I feel like that's what Jared Fogel whispered into the, like the, like when he was beating off to all the children pictures that he jacked off to, that's what he was saying. Fuck yeah, babe. And like they were 12 years old and that's not cool. That's not cool. That's probably what Joe Pesci was, was whispering in Macaulay Culgan's ear when he caught him in Home Alone. Pedophiles. In Home Alone? Yeah. When Joe Pesci finally caught Macaulay Culgan and he pushes him against the fridge and he fucks him. That's the worst part of the movie. That's the worst. Do you guys remember that part? Home Alone? Macaulay Culkin? I drank too much. I'm sorry. I drank too much. I don't know what goes on in your head, but it's disturbing. It's, it's so bad. Do you want to tell them that, like, like, so I write jokes throughout the day because I would love to do stand-up one day. It's my, my passion. It's what I aspire to do. Don't you dare go on your phone. <laughs> she just picked up her phone. You're not going on your phone. I need you, like, present for this. She is not taking this seriously, folks. This is you. Sixteen minutes left of your day okay. is what I need, and then okay. I'm going to publish this podcast on a special defiled entrails Sunday podcast. I might, I might wait till Monday. I might wait till Monday. I don't think it matters. You don't think it matters because no, no one's listening. Because yeah. no one's listening. Correct. That's that's fucked up. Well, what if so, people people might be listening? Yeah. <laughs> No. I don't. I don't even know what I was just talking about right now. Oh yeah, like me. My, so I'm writing jokes. So I stop. I stop my partner in the middle of the hike today at Forest Park, Portland, Oregon. We were, and in, I'm like, we were not in Forest Park. 
Can, would you, it's fine. Would you like to geographically correct me then? Yes. Would you like, then go ahead. We're in Washington Park. But where is Parsh Washington, what state is Washington Park located in? Washington what? What state is Washington Park located in? <laughs> One more time? Washington Park is located in Portland, Oregon. So if I told you guys we were in Washington Park, Portland, Oregon, you'd be like, shut the fuck up, you bald piece of shit. We are, we know. Washington Park and Forest Park are two different areas. But it's going to be confusing to the people. There's so many people that listen to this podcast, they would be very confused. No, what we're giving is accurate information. It's Okay, so it's geographically accurate information. We're in Washington Park. Okay, you know what? I'm going to pause the podcast right now and hit her really quick. I hit harder. That's <laughs> You guys, the pause was because I needed to re-rise someone against the fucking elevator wall. Okay. Anyways, now that we're back. Who thank you. bigger shoulders? <laughs> That's true. No matter how hard I work out, your Russian shoulders will forever be bigger than mine. This I don't. Unfortunate. I don't appreciate this. So I feel like you don't appreciate your shoulders as much as you should. I don't. They're gross. I fucking want your shoulders so bad. I go to the gym. I want your shoulders. I want your cute little petite shoulders. I hate. Don't. What the <laughs> fuck? She's only saying this. She's only saying this because she knows we have an audience right now. No. I say it all the time. I want your petite shoulders. You should never say that to a boyfriend. I want manly, muscular shoulders. I want like Vladimir Putin shoulders. Like I've been riding a polar bear all day shoulders. Like those are the best kind of shoulders. I have escaped from Auschwitz shoulders and I hate it. Well. I hate my fucking shoulders. I can get my biceps kind of like normal looking. I can get my chest kind of normal looking. My shoulders look like nine year old boy. They look like the kid from Home Alone, like we were talking about earlier, who gets fucked against the refrigerator at the end because Joe Pesci loves kids. I don't actually, Joe Pesci, if you're listening to this, I don't know, I actually know if you like kids or not. You might fuck kids. I don't know. I don't know why this whole topic always comes up. I don't know. I'm sorry, Spotify. I'm sorry, uh, Anchor FM. All the places that play this podcast. I'm sorry. You only have 13 minutes left to entertain people, so. That's your job. Thank you for being, you being. <laughs> so what we were talking about earlier, I was on the hike and I stopped mid-hike and I have this intrusive thought that's like, hey, I wrote this joke and the joke is, um, I'm going to use it on my stand-up special, or not stand-up special, I'm going to use it in my, my first like debut stand-up act. It was, so at uh, a dive bar in Portland for three minutes? At a dive bar in Portland for three minutes? You really don't paint a great picture of my success, and I don't appreciate that. I'm a realist. You're a realist? I'm a realist. I mean, my, we're going to get to her in a second. I'm going to get to interview her and talk to her and ask questions. I can stop this actually at any minute if you need to like get up and walk around because there's only like – what do I have to walk minutes. around? I don't what does know. that mean? I don't know. Like, if you have, if you need to, if this has been too much for you. I'm sitting here. Okay. <laughs> so, we stop in the middle of the hike. I'm not you on a hike dying. Okay, I did 120 squats on this hike. Every time I saw a bridge, I did 10 squats. We saw 12. We walked across 12 bridges. I did 12. I did 12 of sets of 10 squats versus 120 squats. How many of the same bridges did we walk over? A lot because you are fucking directionally <laughs> challenged. She's like, let's walk over here. Let's walk over there. I'm like, you. No, you I might. just wanted you to have to do more squats. I'm like, did you take the short bus here? Wait, did you? Is that really? Yes. You fucking did that so I had to take more squats? Yes. That's horse shit. You're, you're simple minded. It is true. I do. I do operate on one track mind. This is a comedy podcast. This is comedy. This is me and my consenting girlfriend. Okay. This is pre-roofie. And the, 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 the joke that I told, what joke did I tell? I told, uh, cream pie. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, uh, the joke was my friend got raped or no, my friend told me that she got raped in France, my friend told me that she went on vacation and she got raped in France. And I was like, "Oh shit, you got raped in France?" She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "That sucks. That's that's where they originated the cream pie. That's where the cream pie comes from." 
And what was my response? Your response was, that's good, but I think that's the cream pie, the cream pie was originated in Boston. Yes. So I should tell a different rape joke is what you're telling me? Like, so my friend told me that she got raped in Boston the other day. And I'm like, oh, cool. That's where the cream pie comes from. Oh, no. That's where the cream pie comes from. That's, that's accurate. Is that a better joke? Yes. Folks, if you can hear this, you can hear me talking to you. It's my buttery smooth voice, clear of all allergens because I've been out in the forest all day thanks to my partner who has taken off her dress and now <laughs> is wearing what, what would you describe the way you're wearing? Are you wearing a slip? Like, so you say a slip. What is a slip? Can you tell us what that That's- is? It's an undergarment between your an undergarment. Yeah. Okay. But it's between like your your uh, your bra and panties, and then your dress. So it's you're wearing like a negligee, I guess. Sure, you could call it that. Okay, but it's not hot. Can I just? <laughs> can I? <clears throat> no. Can I? It's sure? like. I mean, it's a little, there's, it's revealing. It's revealing. It's, it's like, not like a grandma slip. No, no, no. But calling it a slip. I was wearing a sheer dress. But so I think. I needed something under it. No, understood. No, you, you looked amazed. You look like Stevie Nicks of the Woods, which God. I know that you're apprehensive about being I called. I hate Stevie Nicks. Why do you hate Stevie Nicks? I hate her, her style. You hate your style. Before we get into why you hate her style, can yeah. I get a little background of like what you, so. My partner is in, she is in the, uh, I want to say the style industry, but again, (laughs) listen, you hear laughter in the background because I don't know what I'm talking about. Let me just, I'm going to hand the mic over to her. She's going to speak. What do you, what do you do? The style industry. So this is my jump off point. The style industry. Obviously that's the fashion industry. I, I have a background in apparel. I worked for clothing companies for like 15 years. And then I also worked as a freelance freelance wardrobe stylist. So what you do and what I do are the same. We make people feel good. You make people feel good fashionably. You may like what you look like and how you like is. I dictated what you bought in the store. Yeah. I told you what to wear and you didn't even know it. So look good, feel good, right? Yeah, and then I dressed people for campaigns and photo shoots that everybody has seen and then also saw that and said, I want to wear that. So look good. I control you. So so look good. Nazi? So you might be a Nazi also. No. Huntington Beach, Orange County, lady, blonde hair, blue eyed, might be Nazi. (laughs) I don't have blue eyes. You're from Russia. I don't have blue eyes. Are you Russian, yes or no? Second, third generation. Yeah. Russian. Her parents. See, I've heard her parents say racist shit. She's Russian. She's racist. Um, so, in your time for working for the Nazis, how <laughs> how did you? I'm not Chanel. Coco Chanel. Yeah. Hugo Boss. No. Coco Shout out to Hugo Boss. Nazi sympathizer. Listen, on a scale of one to Ava Braun, okay, Ava Braun being Hitler's wife, I feel like you're an Ava Braun. Because without so you're you, Hitler. You're the horrible, horrible, most horrible human in no, history. No, listen. Here's what I don't understand about Hitler. What is going on with the Jews? Like, why don't you like Jew? What's wrong with Jews? I don't really see the problem. They don't do anything that offends me. They're not upsetting. I don't mind waiting on them. I don't mind like pouring their drink. I don't know. I'm a you, I'm a bartender in Portland, Oregon, at a hotel. So do people I, walk up and they show you like? a Jewish card to let you know they're Jewish. But I have had friends throughout my life that were Jewish. And I, like, I was just like, why? You just said you're a bartender and you have no problem serving them. How do you, I'm just saying, because I serve people all day long and I'm, I never, it's always personality based. I'm just like, it doesn't matter what color or race, like color or religion you are. Like usually your personality, like, Will tell me if you're a piece so of shit. So you're racial profiling people based on their personality no. and dictating that they're Jewish? Absolutely not. I'm saying like when people come up to the bar and they're rude, I'm usually like, oh, your personality sucks. Not so you like you think they're Jewish. No. <laughs> no. What I'm trying to say is. You're Hitler. 
I have never had a problem with Jewish people. And like <laughs> they're Jewish. And like the stereotypes of Jewish people, I'm just like, I don't I don't understand. You know? Like I don't I don't I I don't know. They don't make sense to me. They don't like I don't I don't know. Like I've had like my friend David Eisenberg. I had a friend named David Eisenberg. He was clearly Jewish. High school. Kid was fine. Parents were so fine. just because you had a Jewish friend, you're not racist? Just because I had a Jewish friend, I'm not racist. I just want to let you know right now, because I had one Jewish friend one time, I'm not racist. <laughs> okay. And can I just, can I, put on the, can I put on the record that I didn't fuck him? I did not fuck, I did not fuck my Jew friend, okay? I do not. If you present me your Jew bottom, I will not have sex with it because it doesn't matter to me if you're Jewish or, or not Jewish or I almost said regular. Is that terrible? <laughs> I honestly, I didn't even, I didn't want to share this. I didn't want to share this, but I almost said regular. That's terrible, right? Well, what's regular? I don't know, not Jewish? Just like in some regular, like some atheist Muslim? person? They're regular, yeah. Muslim is the most popular religion on the planet. Catholic? Catholic's a little less popular than Muslim, but yeah. Mu- no, but, Buddhist? But Buddhism is way like minority. There, there's not that many Buddhists compared to Muslim. Muslim's the most popular religion on the planet. But what did you say was normal? Not Jewish? Anything not Jewish? I mean, I don't, I don't think that there's a lot yeah, of you, Jews nowadays. You are. <laughs> Can we go back to what you do for a living? I'm sorry, Jewish people. Can we go back to what you do for a living? So I'm questioning now- every ounce of why I'm with you right now. If you break up with me, I get my own apartment. I get to live by myself, and then. I get to see all my friends. Everybody listening to this, I get to see you. And then which you is on my to Twitch. Look right. at your horrible piece of art. Are you talking about the Mega Man oh picture? Gosh. Listen, shout out to my brother Matthew for buying me this Mega Man picture for Christmas. I like it. I really do like it. And you don't. I hate it because it's on high gloss, like glass. It's a good pit. I just, it's not. It's I like it. Listen, it reflects what I used no, to do when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, when you were 12. I still play these games. I like Mega Man. I'm fine with Mega Man. It's it's an it's an offensive piece of art. Do you think maybe you just had too much to drink? You might be too drunk to answer these questions? No, because I'm answering everything. You really are. You're very articulate. You've been very great this whole time. Thanks. I really do feel like I'm people mad because like, I have to look at this stupid piece of art behind you right now. I Listen, I didn't ask him for it. He got it for me for Christmas. It's a picture of Mega Man. It's big. So it's a picture of Mega Man. Half of Mega Man's face is his actual face. It was Blue Bomber, his helmet. He looks amazing. Half of it is like a skeletal, um, his, his, uh, his skeletal anatomy. As robot. a robot, yes. As a skeletal anatomy, and as a robot. And his skin is coming off. And his skin is kind of coming off of, of like a small portion of the bottom. I enjoy this picture. I think that Matthew did a really great job at buying it for me. I applaud you, Matthew, for listening. You probably aren't because I've offended you, my brothers. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Matthew. It's. I, I like I really do like it. But I feel like you're not a nerd, so you don't understand. No, I don't mind artwork that's like... But your video games, this and that, but there's there's tasteful versions of it. If it was just a normal paper poster that I can get framed with like a mat board and then like the museum quality glass where there's no glare and then a nice thick black frame. Are you fucking drunk right now? No. Are you okay? Yes. Can just, you just, can you work on it? Yeah. I'm, I just I hate that thing. Are we having sex after this? Yes. <laughs> Folks, you heard it here first. I will be happy. Think of a rape. Think of a rape. Think of all the no's and the please don't. Please stop. I don't like that. You're my you're my college professor. That, I am the student in this. I am the student. <laughs> I, I just want an A in my class. So I'm the college professor? Yeah. Just give me an A. And you're like... I won't give you an A until you fuck my butt. Ew. That's what, listen, that's, so can you go back to talking about what you do? No, I'm not into butt stuff. No, no, no. I sure not into butt stuff, but I do, I do need. You want a shit cock? (laughs) So what you do, 
with your life and with your talent. Like I, I do stupid dick jokes and comedy. I make people laugh. That's what makes me happy. You put people in situations where look good, feel good. You, where you What you put on in the morning dictates how you feel about yourself throughout the day. The day. You make people feel good about themselves. I make people feel bad about themselves. But you also make people feel good about themselves of what yeah. you do. You're in the fashion industry. That's what you do. People think that fashion is just like, hey, fatty, lose some fucking weight so you can fit into this dress. And that's not what it is. You take someone... You take your fashion expertise and you make people feel good about themselves by what they wear and what they en- envelop themselves in and throughout the day. True or false? Um, I know it's a dumbed down version of what you do, but that's essentially you, you. That's the difference that you make in people's days. And you can forecast fashion. You can tell what, what's going to be in and what's not going to be in. Yes. Talk about that. How do you do that? How can you tell what is going to make me look good and in fall 2023? We're in we're heading into that right now. Exactly. So your forecast, how would you forecast? Oh no, that? I can forecast into like 2024, but 20 What's wrong? You just farted. <laughs> it was gross. So what happened? For, fall 2023. Let's talk about that. Do you see what people are wearing right now? So we live in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> I need to remind you folks. Fall 2023 is still going to be the same evolution of you like think the these... 90s, but now into Y2K. Do you think these trailer trash pieces of shit are still going to be walking around with their feet out? The feet, men, with your feet out and sandals. I don't know what's worse, the feet out or the bottom of their bellies out. Okay, so... Because that's a huge trend here with it's very, the is locals. That, so would you say that that's trending right now when you when you walk around or drive around and you see a fat guy? Not, not necessarily a fat guy. No, a fat guy. But someone whose belly hangs lower than their shirt. How would you describe that? Fat piece of shit. Um, how would you describe that? Gross. I don't know. It's, so but what would, what fashion would you recommend for someone? Just a bigger shirt. Just a bigger shirt? Just a bigger shirt. Longer shirt. They just need to, like, have a come-to-Jesus moment and realize they've gotten bigger and they just need a larger size shirt. You hear that, Roseanne? You oh can... Gosh. Listen, your belly doesn't have to be longer than your shirt. You heard it here first from someone who was in the industry, who was a professional. It makes me sound horrible. It does not make you sound horrible. You just want people to cover up the, the skin that they have. Maybe they're into it. You know what? If they're into it, then let your belly hang out. No, no, no. Don't you get politically correct on my goddamn podcast. No, Here's what's going on. A, a fat person in a crop top is fine. Do what you're going to do. But someone who is who is unintentionally wearing clothes that are not fitting to their body, reach out. Let's help you. We can make you look good. We want you to feel good. You have the right to feel good, you fat motherfucker. We just want the chance to address you as such, right? Like, we want everyone to feel good, but, like, if you're unintentionally walking around with your belly hanging out, like, holler at your boy. But if that's supposed to be a crop top, my bad. Sorry, fatty. I didn't know that that was intentional. And that might be just my bad vision saying you're that's blind. That's just your bad personality. That's not my bad personality? Really? Yeah, that's me. Are you sure that's not just comedy coming out at 23 minutes and 47 seconds? I mean, if that's what you call comedy... I mean, listen, comedy is subjective. Nobody has to find this funny. Some of you might find this offensive. Some of you might be holding your belly right now going, I don't agree what he's saying right now. The 19, the, the three dinners I had tonight were delicious. Well, you sh- well. No, I, it just comes down to like people wearing what makes them happy. And then also them having a little help and guidance when they're not sure. And then also helping to to guide what's what's the most flattering to every body type. And when you're wearing something flattering, you usually feel good about yourself. So at the height, and I don't I don't want to talk about this past tense because obviously like you're going to you're you're doing and you're going to do amazing things. We won't even we, you know, we won't even talk about on this podcast what you're currently doing. <laughs> but I'm talking about like in your 20s. At the height of your 20s and your perception 
Do you think that working with Lady Gaga is up there in like your highest I mean, like wardrobe wardrobe wardrobe? Technically I didn't work directly with her. She just wore my clothing that I made. I designed and made. And that's 100% true. You're not lying for the yes. podcast? No. Because you know this is a big podcast. People listen. <laughs> she, lady, it, was for one like, of this, it was for a Super Bowl commercial. I don't remember what Super Bowl. She was teaming up with Intel for computer software stuff. And she did a commercial during the Super Bowl for Intel. And wore one of the garments I had designed and made for that commercial. That's amazing. And that commercial aired? During the Super Bowl. What year? I just said I don't know what year. You don't know what year? No. I don't you listen. don't listen. That was bad. <laughs> don't listen. I said it. Uh, edit this part out, please. <laughs> 10 seconds ago. Edit this part out 10 seconds ago. Dumb fuck did not listen. Um, so now that I know what year it was... <laughs> How, how does something like that make you feel? Like, how do you work well, with Lady Gaga? Well, I, I worked with a, um, like a fashion house, a PR company. So a PR company in LA housed my garments and they worked with celebrities and whoever. Um, so I didn't know. They couldn't tell me. Like, legally, they couldn't tell me about it. So it wasn't until the commercial was about to air on... In the Super Bowl, I got a text message from one of the people who worked at the PR firms and was like, hey, turn on the Super Bowl, watch this commercial, Lady Gaga's wearing your stuff. And when they say, let me stop you. So when you say your stuff, yes, what do you mean by that? The garment that I designed and made. And There's like, a dress. It was like a weird dress thing when you design when you design and make a garment is that like do you get to choose from a rack full of tons of garments and dresses or do you get to just go online and pick out like hey, i designed this... it and i made it you designed it and made it so it was all I, bought the f- I, I made the sketch i bought the fabric i made the pattern so with every... my two hands and a sewing machine so everything was it. curated by your russian slave <laughs> hands and mine is that correct Everything, all the things that she wore during that that Super Bowl commercial came from your brain. Yes. That's amazing. my hands. But if you look at, like, when I look at that and I think, okay, this person is wearing, like, Lady Gaga Mm -hmm. is wearing something on the Super Bowl in a Mm -hmm. commercial Mm -hmm. made 100% by you. Yes. To me, that is, like, insurmountably amazing. That's, like, the Mount Everest of, of the fashion industry. That's, like... Someone trusts And also, tr- this was, like, when Lady Gaga was at her peak. But that... Like, someone, it's not, like, present-day times. I mean, she's still pretty... The gays love her. She's big. She's big! She's huge. Everyone loves her. It's probably, like, 2013 or 2014. 2013, you said? So, she's at the peak of her career, and she's wearing... Something that was curated by you in your mind. Something that you think that is... This is fashionably appropriate for this moment in time. You put that in real time on her. She wears it during the Super Bowl commercial. She films it and that's aired during the Super Bowl. How does something like that make you feel? Like that... Is that... And is that... Do you do you feel like that is like... No, no. How does something like that make you feel? Because to me, that I feel like that's... What gets better than this? Like, if I write a joke and, like, you know, someone that I respect tells that joke and that gets on a special, that's, to me, that's the equivalent. Like, what is, what is more important to me than this? Is that, is that how you feel in that moment? No. No? <laughs> no. No? What do you, what do you feel when you see I her wearing something that you curated during a Super Bowl commercial? I mean, it was cool. But I... Are your buddy or your ambitions that high where you're like, oh yeah, I could do more than this? Is that no. what you're thinking? Like, I could do more than this? No. I don't know. I don't. I don't really have emotion around it. Really? <laughs> really? So when like, but but you were obviously watching. Like that it was com- cool. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was cool. Like, whoa. I guess that's not. It wasn't like a goal in life to have that happen well yeah no it's not a goal like for me it felt like accidental but when you do something like that with something that you love in 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 an industry that means something to you that's gotta be 
insanely personally valuable. There has to be a value in that, that you're like, yo, I, I connected this on a level where like I curated this, I, I, I helped design this, and now it's on a Super Bowl commercial by like one of the biggest pop stars to ever to ever exist. I, don't, I think maybe I'm just too dead inside. You really? <laughs> to like Is that, feel... <laughs> do, you, do you just have different goals than that? Because obviously yeah, you, do, you, didn't, you didn't start doing what you did to make Lady Gaga look no. important or look cute on a Super Bowl commercial. What do you, what would make you have that like come to Jesus real reality as you say come to Jesus as you said earlier in the in the in the, in the I podcast I don't think I said come to Jesus you did. at all you did you I had absolutely did you said not. come to Jesus moment so I what don't is think your I did. what is your come to Jesus moment in your field of passion like what you're passionate about the fashion industry where is your come to Jesus moment where is your like holy shit. I, don't, I just like I set out I see something I say I'm gonna do it and then once I accomplish it like accomplish it I'm like yeah I knew it I said I was gonna do it so I did it <laughs> but lady, I don't think I have come to Jesus moments so lady but lady Gaga's in front of you you design you design yes, a, you design yes. a garment that's best to fit her you know I mean I, mean? I didn't design it for her I but designed did, it because it's something that like I had a vision of and I wanted to make for me. So they use your she uses your vision and her whatever her commercial. Yeah, her, Super Bowl. her wardrobe. And that's team. and that's not necessarily something that you sought out as someone in the fashion industry. What do you <laughs> seek out in the fashion industry? What is your what is your moment? What do you I don't use? I don't seek out. I just do what I want to do. So you, there's no hierarchical like pinnacle for you you're just like you know what i just want to do this yeah i want to do what i want to do at the I highest want to make what i want to make i want to make money off of doing that because so you, it's what i like to do wait so you want to do this at the highest level that you can do it I every wanna, year every year until you can't do it anymore so you just you just want to just excel just do better every year it's just do better and better, better and better no no it's about just doing what I want to do and making money off of it. And, and not having a boss, not having anyone tell me what to do. And that doesn't... me being a pure brat of just like, no, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. Get the fuck out of my way because I'm going to do it. And that I sounds, do. That sounds very, very Hitler-esque. It sounds very <laughs> Nazi. I just, I would like to, because I know that there hasn't oh been God. very many jokes in the last five minutes. So I can know, I just, can I remind you that this person is from Huntington Beach, very, very staunch Hitler Beach. supporter. I'm not from Did you, Beach. can I ask you a question? Yeah. Off topic. Did it make you sad when they announced that Hitler was dead? Were you mad when they were like, uh, nine, when you were like, when there was like, nah, not celebrated 1965 i uh, just want to let you know that hitler is dead anna is sad 1965 wasn't the hitler in the 1960s 1950s are you serious when was i don't know the year hitler was dead but i know that like world war ii was in the 1950s no it was like 10 years before that. It was in the 1940s? Yeah. Really? I think it ended in the 40s. It may have started in the 30s. I don't know. Listen, don't know folks, please was. don't judge me in my historical depiction of Hitler. Can we just, can we think about that how... bad. Hitler wasn't a nice guy. True or false? True, but, but your timeline of history was bad. No, my timeline of history is very bad. But since I have someone in here... Who is is fashionably like she's in the fashion industry? Can I ask you about the uniforms? Hugo Boss designs these uniforms. Can I ask what your opinion on the uniforms are? Like, were they great? <laughs> like, if you're gonna kill Jews, did they look like? Did, like, could you like you want to look good when you're killing Jews? <laughs> are you laughing right now while I'm telling this? Are you coughing or I'm laughing? Coughing. So I'm coughing and if you're gonna kill the Jays. And being offended. Are you gonna kill the Jays? Is like, could there be a better uniform that you could wear while killing them? Can I just? Can I hear a little bit? Are you cracking yourself up? It made me laugh. Sometimes, listen. There might not be any comedic redemption for you folks, but I, I want you to know that there is for me. I always make jokes that I find funny. If you guys don't find them funny, that's okay. But I. 
This is this is a high point for me. I'll never be where she was at. I'll never design a garment for Lady Gaga to wear during the Super Bowl. And for her to have aspirations so high for that to for her to be like, oh yeah, that's not what I sought out for. What I wanted was A, B, and C. But for D to happen, that's cool. Like that's insane. That's insane amount of confidence in yourself, confidence in your craft, and passion in your craft. For me, I just write dick jokes. I write stupid jokes to make people laugh. And if you laugh, I'll find a way to be like, oh yeah, I wrote that. That was me. So that's why I write these horrible Hitler jokes. I, I just don't ever want to have a boss. And I do right now and I hate it. So you're, go- okay, so here we go. To, this is where we, this is where we get the five minutes to close. Okay. Your your goal is to work for yourself. Yes. Be your own boss. I have pretty much since I was 20. Since you were 20? Since I was 20 to probably like 32. So what do you want to do? What is, like end game like you you're in the fashion industry we already know. <laughs> so end game what is what does it look like when you work for yourself? I just do whatever I want. But that's and that's not enough. Like what you do whatever you want, but like what is your business? What do people when they come to you, what are they expecting to get from you? Are they getting personal wardrobe styling? I mean, I've done that. Are they getting uh like do, do are you a personal? Do you, do you walk around with them and help them buy things that are best suited for them and their their size? I you know, I've done all that in the past, but now I'm ready for like the next chapter I've hit all of my luckily I've been very fortunate to work hard and hit all of my my goals that I've wanted to um, for that first half of my life and now I'm ready for the second half when we get back to California you're in Portland Oregon right now yes. you want to move back to California yes why so I've noticed in Portland Oregon a lot of the men they wear open-toed shoes with whatever, like long pants, short shorts, long shorts, any kind of shorts. They just think that it's appropriate to wear open-toed shoes. Tevas. Tevas. A lot of Tevas. How would you describe it? What would, what, what is a Teva? It's a disgusting shoe. Or, or they wear like those weird, they look like they should be a tennis shoe, but they're a sandal, and sometimes they still kind of have a lace-up. When you they're s- like outdoor. It's just just gross when you see these kind of shoes to bring you back to like world war ii you, you know you're thinking maybe we eradicate these people maybe we gas them do you want to gas these people should we gas them i think if if we're if you're asking me and i know you're not because that's a smart idea is to not ask me my opinion but i say we gas you fucking slide wearing people you know what I'm talking about. Slides when you, are fine. Slides are terrible. Slides are you are kidding fine. me? If you wear slides, I want you to sit in your car, open the, oh, just open the window a little bit, stick a hose into your exhaust, like funnel that hose into your car, roll up the window so that it kind of seals the exhaust inside and just breathe that car exhaust until you're dead. And then die a death knowing that you deserve to die because you wore slides and slides are for poor people. Yes or no? Yes or no? Just on the spot. Are slides for poor people? I'm going to get you a pair of slides. I will kill myself. I know. I will take my own life. Please don't do that. I will go to the store right now. Do you think you bored people with your, yes. your with your explanation of what you do? Yes. But I feel like what you do is important. It's not. It's fashion. really not. Fashion? It's... No. Fashion is important. No, it's not. Fashion makes people feel... Like, if you're a fat piece of shit, you could still dress well and feel good and eat whatever you want and still feel good about how you look. Like, fashion exceeds body shape. It exceeds everything. Like if you're dressed well, it's so shallow. But but listen, I know it's shallow and I know it's shitty. But if you look good, you feel good. Is that I know that's really simplistic in design, but look good, feel good. Is that true? Do you feel that way? Yeah, but in the apparel industry, that's not what it's about. But in the apparel industry, if you look good in someone's eyes, in someone's ostentatious 
horrible, terrible, just like narrow-minded eyes, if you look good in their eyes, it doesn't matter. Because they're still seeing you in their in their vision and they're still like, oh, they look good. So then you feel good. Right? Look good. <laughs> look but look good, feel good is universal. Yeah, if people feel good. If you feel good and what's your and what's your what's on your body. Exactly. So care more, fatties. That's what we're trying to say, right? Listen. If you're a fat lady or fat guy in a tube top and you feel good, then you look good. Who cares? It's not about how other people feel that they perceive you. It's about how you feel in the outfit that you're wearing and it's important. And it's not exclusive to any body type. Would you would you work with a plus size person in the fashion industry and like if they were like if they were like Lizzo and they're like, "Yo, I'm 900 pounds, but I'm confident." I just want to feel good. Would you would you make the effort into making them look good so that they could feel good? Because look good, feel good is the vibe for 2023. I feel like that's what we're projecting. I have worked as a personal stylist for plenty of plus size bodies. So, so look, yes. so look good, feel good is how is that's that is the message that we're sending out to you. And I know that there's been a lot of ignorance spewed on this podcast today, but we've brought someone in from the professional side of the fashion industry and they've said, look good, feel good. You have said, look good, feel good. But is look good, feel good the message that we're trying to send out? Is that, because, I mean, everyone's bought. That's the positive message, but that is like not the reality of the fashion industry. Wait, so what's the reality of the fashion industry? Consumerism control of what you wear and what you buy. I don't know. Uh, I didn't burp the whole time. I know you don't like when you don't I don't you don't like when I burp. No. Uh, but I did. That's disgusting. I know, I'm sorry. Should we end? Yeah. Are you done? Yeah. You're done. So consumerism, wait, what did you just say? You know what? If you're not listening to me, I'm not going to repeat myself. Consumerism? This is my life. You never listening. <laughs> I listen all the time. I I was trying to like take burp. Away. You were trying to focus on burping. I I have to make people interested in what's I going know, on it's here. Boring. And I do boring? <laughs> boring. Is it really boring? You're never gonna be on this again? Are you done? No, I think what I'm talking I think my my uh, profession is a boring topic. Your profession is not a boring topic. What you do I think is amazing. Just I think that what you're trying to say and the way that I'm perceiving it are different. I'm thinking that like what you do for people is really important. I think that you make people feel good by making them look good. By making them buy a $200 pair of jeans. But even if they buy a $200 pair of jeans, can you imagine what it's like to be like a heavier person and buy those jeans, but you still- Why do they have to be but you still being next to that person going like, yo, you look amazing in that pair of jeans and them, them looking at themselves, them feeling amazing in that pair of jeans and you having that, you, you playing that role in their life where they get to feel good in that situation. <laughs> to me, I think that's important. I mean, I can tell you if they're $200 pair, $200 pair of jeans, they're going to last a long time. There you go. I feel like what you do is important. Thanks. I think it's valuable. I think that fashion is important. I think that look good, feel good is a very like good message. I'm not saying that you have to spend a ton of money on what you wear, but if you look in the mirror and you look good and you're looking at yourself and you're like, yo, I'm looking pretty good. I'm looking like a snack today. Maybe you're a snack today. Who knows? Who the fuck can tell you different? Who, who can combat the way that you feel about the way you look? And that's what you do for people. You make them look good. And in turn, that makes them feel good. I'm just trying to like, like I know you're a professional at what you do. And I know that you don't think that I'm paying attention to what you're saying. <laughs> but what you do makes people feel good inside about how they look. And I think that's really, really important. And I don't know if it's something that you think about. I don't know if it's something that you share the same opinion about. But to me, during this interview, that's what I've taken from it. Is that you make people look good. 
because you're a professional and you know what looks good. You study forecast and trending and what, what's trending and what's not trending. And you use that to make people look good in that moment. <laughs> and how they feel in that moment like could transcend to how they feel for the rest of their life. They could wake up every day and be like, you know what, I want to dress better. I want to look better because of this person. And now they feel good. So look good, feel good. That's what I've taken from this interview. You have said that a lot. Yeah. How, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? I feel like you feel very strongly about that. I do feel very strongly about it. I feel so very strongly about it. Can, can we also take into consideration that this is a comedy podcast? And yeah, that I so I wish tr- it was funny. I've drank in a lot. Yeah, but it's not funny. I've drank a lot. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It is really funny. People are listening and they're like, oh, fashion industry? Oh, great. Oh, cool. Oh, Hitler? We mentioned <laughs> Hitler a few times. Hitler's funny. There's nothing funnier than killing millions of Jews, right? Is that what we're... Is, we can agree on that, can we? Just kidding. Sorry, Jews. They are all dead. Uh, this has been the Defiled Entrails podcast episode. What episode is this? Four? Four? Episode four. Did you listen to my phone? Did you listen to the, my interview? Your your mumbly what? Did you listen to my interview of episode three? No, with you and Allie. Yeah. No, I haven't listened. What to the you. fuck? Shout out to Allie. Thank you for listening to the Defile Intros podcast. This has been another episode. It's four six minutes. My partner's very annoyed. I think she wanted sex a long time ago. We're gonna go bang. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, not every episode will be an interview. This is just, I, we drank enough. I got her to drink enough to, uh, bore you guys, to bore Sorry. you all to death. You're, none of you are bored. You guys are all interested. She's in the fashion industry. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Do you have anything right now no. that I talk about? No. At the end of every interview that I've done, the one I have, interview. I have nothing to plug. What can we expect from you in the future? To quit my job. You want to quit your job? Yes. And what do you? I'm currently not in apparel. That's okay. What? What do you? So you want to quit your job? Move yes. to move to where? California. You're gonna move back to California. <laughs> what are you gonna do in California? I'm gonna start my own business. What are you gonna do for your business? Oh, that's. I don't know how to describe it. That's okay. That's that'd be a whole other podcast. But but again, with tr- with forecasting fashion trends, you want to yeah. forecast what people are going it's to be wearing be in the next based on on color theory of vintage garments color theory like with black people is that what you're talking about oh my God. no what color theory are you talking about i'm sorry asians i'm sorry everybody of, of color that that just heard that we're just trying this is a comedy podcast okay i don't know what you want from me so color trending color theory color theory from vintage garments I just, it's so uninteresting. That's okay. You, you need to let your viewers or your listeners. That's okay, guys. This has been 48 I'm minutes. Sorry. This has been 48 minutes of podcast with my wonderful partner. And you, now you get a glimpse into her life of what it's like to work in the fashion apparel industry, uh, what it was like to be in a position. To but right it. now, I work for, I think, the US's number one um, grocery retailer. Can I? Can we tell the name of the retailer right now? No, you don't want to do that. Okay, no worries. We will not do that. We will absolutely. But it's one of the. It's the grocery. It's a retailer. When you go into their store, they have everything from food to home decor to so, clothing. Would you all say that stuff? Would you say right now that you're the last person to to sign off on like what goes into production for like mass production? Like, so if I want a blanket. And I send you a like a pattern, and you design like it's their their they, they design it. You look for any like imperfections in that design, and then if there are none, you put that into per- mass production for like hundreds of thousands of units to go into production worldwide, not worldwide, but nationwide within the country. Yes. So then maybe millions of that product could be made, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, I don't think millions. I think. I mean, we'll make million dollars off of one blanket. But how many? How many? Uh, how, how many, many products? How many units do you oh, think going to mass production? Hundreds of thousands, maybe. No, no, like ten thousand. Well, 000. that 
So if you have something in your home, if you look around, I probably had to give you the green light for you to purchase it. Was this boring for you? Yes. Really? I, don't, I just think the topic of my my profession's boring. But what you do is important to me. That's I I want to know what you do. I like I like knowing when you when you leave for eight hours a day, seven six hours a day, whatever long you're gone. Like, what are you doing? I know what you're doing, but for you to describe it to me, for other people to hear about it, that's dope. That's super dope. Because not other people do that. Some people might just answer phones all day and do things that are just like this is the same every day, and maybe you feel the same way, and then they connect with you. Like, oh, maybe I do the same thing as that. Like amazing fashion lady that was just on that podcast that I listened to the other day. That might make a difference in someone's day, and that's dope. And, like, I know comedy is the vein of everything I do, but also, like, I appreciate what you do. Do you know what I do? Yeah, you what just you just described it for everybody else. I'm going to have to go back and what listen to the podcast. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for listening. I love you. Is there anything else you'd like to tell people besides sh- uh, fucking... I have so much I want to say about you, but that will have to be a different No, I'm saying made this about you and what you do, so you can't fucking, you can't, like, slander me to my audience. That's, that's, you want me to tell the truth? Go ahead. That would be a whole nother podcast. Okay, another podcast? The truth about you. Should we just start our own podcast, do you think? Was this fun for you at all? It would be fun if we were talking about something more interesting. I think what you do is interesting. What do I do? You're in the fat. You so Tim. Do me, I work right now in fashion? No, Tim. Listen to me. That's a no. Tim, I don't but, work but, in but I know about all. The, I know. Listen, I know that she was a contestant on Project Runway. <laughs> I know that she worked to put garments on Lady Gaga for a Super Bowl commercial that aired. Yes. That aired. Yeah. I know that now you work for a company and you put things into mass production that end up in people's houses that people see every single day. So you are literally a, you literally appear in people's lives every day. I do. That was one of my goals. I know those three things. And maybe I don't know everything. I obviously I know some things I'm not going to I'm not going to tell like you like the wedding dress and stuff like that. Like I'm not going to bring those things up, but like I know things that you've done. But what are you going to ask me? What are you going to say before we go? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? No. But you don't think this was interesting? No. Not in the slightest. I, mean, I would I would be sh- shocked if anybody was still listening right guys, now. Guys, if you guys are still listening, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to episode four. I will be back soon. Would you be back on this podcast again, do you think? As long as we're not talking about what I do. I mean, I had to, this is my, this is our intro into you. Yeah. This is our intro into what you do. Okay. Have you ever been interviewed in this capacity before? No. No? No. And you, you thought it was boring? Yeah. You didn't find it was, like, intrinsically valuable for anybody on here? You know, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm very interested in no. that. No? No. All right, fatties. Thank you for listening. I love you. Is there anything you want to say? Thanks. Thanks. She <laughs> says thanks. <laughs> she's not happy. It's 53 minutes, but she's not happy. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.